1: Sherman and Tingle in the morning. You
2: know, my wife for years has been doing some funny behavior. Every time we go to a hotel room, she wants the bed farthest from the door because she believes that the bed closest to the door is bad because if someone were to, were to break in, the person in the first bed would be the first person to get killed. And so she always wants the, the farthest away bed. Until uh, about a couple months ago when we dropped off our daughter in Alabama. I immediately go to the far bed, right? Yeah. And I sit there and she goes, no, I want that one. I said, or I go to the first bed. And she goes, wait a second. i I'm to I'm going to sit there. I said, you always want the bed far away so you don't get murdered. That's your plan. She goes, no, I want this one right here, and then I figured it out because that's the TV was closest to that one. So she just oh. wants the
1: TV. So the whole th- thing was just all BS. Oh, okay. I, I thought she just she. No, but her whole she life. weighs it out. Okay, what's more important, death or closer to the TV? Yeah, it's closer to the TV,
2: but forever it's always been weighing about death, which always makes me think of you, Sherman, because I know that you're one of those people. Who... Glad you think of me for death. Because you always, uh, everywhere you go, you uh, examine a situation and you try to figure out how to get out of something if something I, were to go down.
1: I do. I And I don't know why I have that in me. I, I know that a lot of people that were in the military or are in the military automatically have that because you have to be situation aware. You have to always be on the like on, on the lookout of what's happening, especially behind you and all that. And that is just in me. So if we go to a restaurant, it might sound neurotic. I don't tell anybody that I'm doing it, but my wife knows exactly where I want to sit at a table. You
2: want to sit where you can see everything.
1: I want to be able to see the door. I want to see people coming at me. That's, I, I don't want people coming up behind me.
2: I do the same thing at restaurants. I want to be able to see what's around. I don't want to be have my back and something happen to me. Well, I'm not seeing anything.
1: I've said this before. I always try to see where the exit is. How far away are we from the exit? And I'll be honest. Sometimes when we're at a Thirsty Thursday, we're in a really weird position where our table's at. I'm like, I don't think I could get out of this position. But that's one of those spots I don't have a choice because it's where they put us in the bar. So, But that is in my mind. Every time we do a Thirsty Thursday, I'm, I'm still thinking of it. I'm like, I don't like being in this spot because I couldn't get out. Uh, You know what? That's funny because I think
2: a lot of guys think like that. And I wonder what women think about. Do women have some kind of plan? Are you worried about – are there things that you're worried about when you're out? And how do you maneuver around the situation? What are your tactics? I'd love to examine that from women, from a woman's perspective, on what they worry about and what they – their exit strategy plan or what their – you know. I would assume it's exactly
1: the same. I mean But they have so much more to worry about than we do I've made They have to worry about creepy dudes, you know I've met women as neurotic as me I know They're, they're, Kim, they're the same, you know you're, you're looking around, you're always on the lookout for danger at all times I just think that there's things that they think about that we don't think about Try to beat it into your kids too Which I think was beaten in by my father I think that's what it is Death is always imminent Anything, I'm always thinking that it always winds up to death. My dad would jump ahead, like 90 steps, and it would tick me off as a child. I'm like, how did you get to that? How did you get to, don't have anybody over when we're gone. Otherwise, somebody's gonna drink, somebody's gonna get in a car accident, and they're gonna die, and we're gonna get sued and lose everything. I'm like, whoa, you guys didn't even leave the house yet. How did you all already get to death? And now I do the same thing. I'm, I'm quick to to
2: plant it in your brain. Yeah. So, ladies, I would love to hear from you. What is your exit strategy? What do you
1: think about? What do you plan for? You know, there's a lot of weird dudes that they got to prepare for. Things that we don't think about. I see, I think about that. I don't know. I'm just being prepared. Laura, you're a prepared type of person. Laura in Downers Grove, what do you do?
0: So, if I'm going from, like, the, the store back to my car, if it's dark out especially, or if I'm in a place that I don't really know, I'll take my keys. And I'll put them in between my knuckles and make a fist, conceal the rest of my keys, and just walk quickly and keep my eyes open and ears alert, just in case either somebody comes up there behind me or somebody approaches me and I need to make a quick getaway. Um, I don't have to rely on brute strength alone. You can imagine what that would do.
2: That so, is yeah, smart, Laura. It. Those are called key knuckles. I like
1: it. And see, it, it gets mm-hmm. it gets tougher too because most cars now are fobs, so you can't fob anybody. Hey, come here. Oh, that's that, <laughs> that, that that didn't chase him away at all. Huh? Nah, good mm-hmm. good plan.
2: Housekeeper for.
1: Yeah. Well thanks, uh, Laura. All right. Hey, uh Maria Maria in Orland Park. You also do this.
0: I always have an exit strategy. I need a window or a door, which I've had to hop out of because you know, cops bust your party when you're in grammar school. And <laughs> also... Listen to you.
1: <laughs> what well, that's where it stemmed from? You being a Hellion?
0: Exactly. And also, um, when you are talking about the restaurant, always facing the door, bar. In whatever, case the police like
1: the the bust bar. through the door was, and bust you on yes. the the money that you stole from somebody, the bank,
2: you know. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question, Laura. What if you're with one other Maria, person? Maria. Oh, Maria. What if you're yeah. with one other person and they want to sit in that chair facing the door? Does that freak you out?
0: It does because my husband is the same way.
2: Ooh, so what do you do? Yeah, then? what do you do? You flip so for
0: we kinda angle the chairs. <laughs>
2: oh, so you're sitting together?
1: <laughs> you're that couple. <laughs> you just You look like Siamese twins. Like you're sitting and together. I'm going
0: on, exactly. I'm going on a cruise and I told my girlfriends I said the my one my one request is that we have a window.
1: On a cruise? Just what so you I, can jump out of the ship? I was going to say, what is that going to do? You never
0: know. You never know when you need to get out. Where are you
1: going? Okay, you're more neurotic than I am.
0: Where are you going to go? I don't know, but I'll live my life jacket on. I'll be that commercial.
1: That's good. All right, best of luck, doggy paddling. Thanks, Maria. Yes, okay.
0: Have a great day. You're,
1: you're listening to the Sherman and Tingle Show on 97.1 FM, The Drive. And on The
2: Drive mobile app.